Glenn. Yes. If I was to ask you mm-hmm. what your favourite number was yeah. between, say, 15 and 27. Yeah. And in fact, I am asking you that. Okay, ask me, yeah. What is your favourite number between 15 and 27? Mm. Um, Make sure you, you know, consider it. Yeah. My favourite number. Between 15 and 27. Between 15 and 27. Not 15 or 27, but okay. between them. Oh, okay. Um... 16. Well, that's convenient because this is episode 16 of the More Than Most Comedy podcast. It so, is! Oh! oh! Genius. Genius. Well, I wouldn't say genius, no, just genius. sort of something that happened, it happened really. Yeah. Uh, as I say, uh, this is the episode 16 of the More Than Most Comedy podcast. Thank you for pressing play on iTunes or if you're on Feedly or so, wherever you just thank just you for listening. Feedly? What's that? Isn't that what we're on? Uh, I think so. This is awkward. We won't talk about it now. We'll check it after. <laughs> uh, tonight we have interviews with Luke Benson and Sean Hughes, which yes. took place on tonight's Mostly Comedy, which is the 10th of December 2014. Wow, nearly Christmas. Nearly Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to start now with the interview with uh, Luke Benson. He's a, a guy who's played Mostly Comedy in every venue we've ever really done it. Well, That's right, yeah. That might be a lie. Apart not... from the first one. He, yeah. he joined us, I think, in our second venue. Yeah, and after that he's played Edinburgh and London yeah. and Hitchin and everywhere in between. Not everywhere in between, because no. that's a lot of places. Yeah. Um, but he's a lovely act, he's a very tall man, and he's going to talk to you now. He's not going to talk to you, you're just going to hear it. Just Luke Benson. Oh, and before it starts, just to let you know, just to give you a bit of a backstory, I was having a little bit of an issue with uh, a certain item of furniture in this interview. Um, it should be self-explanatory. So here we go, Luke Benson. I'm not happy with this chair, but I'm going to ride it out. Do you want to talk okay. cheers? No, it's all right. It's, it's fine. I know my stage. It's it because it I'm higher up. Power struggle. It's just because I'm higher up. You're it's higher like, up, and it's just very wide. This my this is my chair. I like this chair. Me, is the chair wide swap. or are you narrow? I, I am quite. If a I sat in the chair, it wouldn't be a, <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a wide chair. Yeah, I've got. And that seems like a perfect point to start. Yes, we've started. We're here with Luke Benson, sat in a room above the theatre, talking about how narrow we are and how narrow you are and wide I am. I wanted to ask you. I sort of got the impression with when I've seen you and stuff, that you might have been sort of the funny kid at school. What was the point that made you decide you wanted to do comedy? What was the route um, to it? I'd been like the funny one. I think it was because I had a group of mates who were really, um, yeah, what would I say? They had different powers. Like, right. A couple of them were just like really good looking dudes. And one of them was like an incredible dancer who was a proper gym rat. Right. But, well, so that, and then right. uh, yeah, so like sort of later on, I'd do that. Yeah, so I was the, I guess that that was my power. I guess yeah. A quite so, nice way of putting it. So then your superpower was basically that. that yeah, the d- funny one. D- yeah, I defeated low-level Z-list <laughs> villains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then I met a comic at a party uh, who presented on quiz call like sort of late night it's red and it's a fruit what is it no it's not an apple call in two pounds a minute right yeah Uh, he did that with a girl who i lived with and i basically i was like a guy who's never had sex or someone who should really join the army but they're just a fighty prick in your town right yeah i was like that with comedy where i just sort of aggressively funny people and he went no mate you should probably do stand up yeah (laughs) and it was milo mccabe who's great and uh then I did the moose course after that, and that was my comedy started. Okay. Ah, uh, right. So you did a course. course. Yeah, yeah. You did a course. Did was it just when you are sort of seen to be the funny the funny kid? Did you feel the pressure to then actually live up to that when you 
actually changed, went from the transition to just being a funny kid in a group of friends to mm. being a stand-up? I mean, obviously you Not do really. Course, but no. I don't, I think it's such a different thing. Yeah. Um, just really enjoyed it. I'd like, loved stand-up, that was, was, loved comedy. That was a big sort of thing that I would do with my parents and that was be watched you know, have I got news for you and stuff. I always enjoyed it. Right. And uh, so, yeah, it was great to do it. I think there's just a different, uh, it's a whole, yeah, it's an entirely different experience. It's like, oh, brilliant, I can do jokes and people mm. laugh at those jokes. Mm. Outstanding. Mm. Um, as opposed to, am I, what's, you know, there's a very different motivation to saying it when you're saying it like with your mates yeah. to when yeah. you do it with your audience. It's yeah, a, yeah. They're both a lot of fun and rewarding. Do you find it easy or hard? Because with us, there's two of us, so we can sort of motivate each other. But for yeah. you, you have to sort of self-motivate. Do you find that Gemini easy? Gemini though, mate. Oh, right, okay. Bobby <laughs> left brain's going, come on, mate, do some jokes. Bobby right, right yeah. brain's like, oh, come on, I've just bought Fight Night for the Xbox. Come <laughs> on, get your 20 down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I just, I, I'm just obsessed with quantifying things. So I'll... Right do it but the best jokes I've had have just happened to it you generally or they've come over the process of mm. building hours and stuff like that so yeah. who, I think are great who are your um, comedy heroes then who are the people that you um, when you were sort of growing up and you yeah. watching comedy you said you love comedy like I think when I was before I started doing it um, would be well Bill Bailey and, and Dylan Moran really were like the first mm. ones that I mm. watched that I, you know I watched um before I started doing comedy, I think there was a point where I was suitably... I think there's a point... Um, trying to think what it would be. It would be like a break-even point on a graph. Mm. It would be like the break comedy of morale mm. and time. So I'd sort of dip to a point. <laughs> yeah. I think we might need some yeah. graph paper too. Yeah. In, my, yeah, uh, in my beginnings in London, when I was like, oh, so this, all I was doing was I was like, I was listening to Monster, which is sort of Dylan Moran's first 80 minute album, and it's one of the greatest bits of stand up I've ever heard in my life. Mm. And uh, I'd watch Bill Bailey DVDs of Vic and Bob when I come in. So Vic and Bob definitely, yeah, sorry, can't believe I forgot them. But yeah, yeah Vic and Bob and Bill Bailey and Dylan Moran really. Father Ted's usual stuff. Yeah. Have you gigged with any of those people that you really. Uh, yeah, I've gigged with Dylan Moran. Right. Um, what have I done? I've been on like way earlier in a bill than Dil, uh, Bill Bailey. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I've I've gigged with Vic and Bob. I saw Vic and Bob. Right. And I gigged with Johnny Vegas. Right. The other week because he's back, and that was like. Brilliant. I was wondering if he might be. Back so he's back doing stand up. Yeah, yeah he's oh, back right. doing stand up, and he's trying to do it in a way, um, in keeping with our age, right, uh, yeah. in a sustainable way, because he was very much the nineties, burn all the fossil fuels. Yeah. Fossil fuels. I mean boats. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's just trying to see if he can do it and be super funny, not smashed. Oh right. Because he'd go on stage in this sort of ball of alcohol, fire, adrenaline, yeah, and, yeah. and eviscerate the stage and just sort of. Uh, but yeah, he was great. I, it was in Nottingham with him, and that was that was super. Oh, right. So yeah, so I've gigged with a few of them, and that was a proper sort of. Mm. I'll meet my one of my heroes here. Yeah. How I don't want to be a, a dick. Yeah. I'll not get a photo with them and all that. Yeah, yeah. You're normally the one who wants a photo. I'm normally the one who just says, "Can I have a photo?" Yeah. Oh, right. No, yeah. we can't do that, Glenn. Yeah. It completely undoes everything we've done. I was really reserved. I gave him a good few people to get in touch with about gigs in right. London because he moved to London and. Uh, and then I got home and I saw that the headliner had had a photo. 
but yeah, whatever you know, I'll mm. work with them again, hopefully. So. And it's nice. Uh, is it nice that sort of personal sense where you sort of tick it off and go, well, I've done that now. That's the thing. Yeah, that I, I guess never so. Thought yeah, certainly. Cause yeah. You get a little, uh, the odd like landmark moment, don't you? Yeah. Where it's like, right, well, I've played to this number of people, or yeah. mm. I've done this number of gigs, or I've, mm. someone's elected to pay me this much for a gig, or I've yeah. gigged in this country, or yeah. you know, your first sellout stuff like that. Yeah, mm. yeah. You know, a little. One for me. Uh, last month we had John Thompson. Mm. and we wow. which was amazing yeah. yeah one of our absolute heroes and yeah but brilliant. we managed to get him to do bernard wright on that's what sent to emails and said would you I, was about to say, I would have yeah. come down if amazing. i'd have known he was doing bernard wright so. but it was just the most surreal thing because there i was introducing him and bear in mind i used to yeah. watch like live and lewd when i was about i don't know 12, 10, 12 something yeah. like yeah. that you know and and there i am introducing a fictional character that i never thought i'd have any sort of contact with yes. and like before before he went on he was saying to me, I'll just make, if you could just say that, you know, I used to be racist and sexist, but I've sort of, you know, I've changed my ways. And it's like, you don't need to tell me this because mm. I've heard Steve Coogan say it like so many times. So it's a real sort of bizarre moment, particularly with that, because it's nice when you work with a lot of comics you really like. And he, and he is amazing and it's yeah. great to have him here. But yeah. it's even more surreal when it's sort of a, a character it's that ne- you never thought you'd have any connection it's never with. Some, it's never something we sort of planned out. We never mm. started mostly comedy thinking we'll end up booking John Thompson. We started most of the comedy thinking we might meet some comedians, but he's yeah. not someone who Even does considered. a lot of gigs. So you kind of go, yeah, that's of quite course, nice. certainly quite probably not as that character as no, well, and no, all that, and his yeah. involvements. Yeah, so it was pulled really... away from comedy, on it? But and he's just sort of coming back into it again yeah. now. But it's just the, again, the kid inside goes, this is, yeah. this is, you know, this is amazing. amazing. And it's uh, those things. I think when you're not making money or whatever, it's not going so well. You think we've got to hold on to those moments because yeah. those are the things that yeah, yeah. that's the thing that I've put to you. You were good for booking. People who might not be um, number one sellers, mm. but they're bloody radio heads or whatever mm. it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sean Hughes, uh, who's on tonight, yeah. um, he would have been, he's one of the people who I grew up watching yeah, and laughing yeah, at. Too, yeah, yeah, you know, on Nevermind the Buzzcocks mm. and Mark yeah. Lamar and all them. And yeah, yeah. So, you've had him, you have Tony Law, I've done here with him, I think. Is that oh, right? he's not done here, actually. No. We no. did. I have tried to book him recently. Yeah. yeah. Um, Phil Kay, you know, Hawks, yeah. Yeah. blew me nap, uh, first time I saw yeah. Phil Kay. Yeah, yeah. Same for me, I remember having that conversation. Norman Lovett, you've yeah. had Norman him, haven't Lovett, you? Yeah, we yeah. had um, Stuart Lee a few months ago. Yeah, exactly. Richard so, Herring. Richard Herring well. was nice. It's, and it, yeah. it become, it's exciting because you think, well, who can we get next? Yeah. You know, And it's just about booking people you want to see. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. And like you say, you know, they're mainly necessary. Welcome. Yeah, and that's exactly. why you're here. <laughs> and yeah. you've got, you know, nice, nicely done. Yeah, you see. And actually, saying that, I always remember. I think the first time you did mostly comedy for us in Edinburgh, and you, and I don't know if you did you done Hitchin before. I don't know if you remember. I, th- I'm, I seem to think that we met. Oh no, we did a gig. Uh, we for did Peace of Brown Race. Race, didn't we? Went for to about twelve people in Camden. Yeah, the thing somewhere. Black Arts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just remember you in that room in Edinburgh, just totally storming it, you know, and it just being the moment we go, oh, he's good. Yeah. He's someone we, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, that is the sound of the panto. If you're yeah, we should. Yeah, there is a bit of that, that wasn't a, a, an impending note where they were like, <laughs> "What's all gone wrong since then, Benson?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they all died. Yeah, we'd better do a disclaimer before this podcast to explain all the noise. The going background on. noise of downstairs. adult pantomime. That's what it is downstairs. Yeah. So, how many Edinburgh shows have you done now? How many hours? Have... I've done three solo hours. Right. Um, Baxi Hero, which sounds like an adult panto. Uh, legendary feat, and Luke Benson makes something of himself. We saw only the first one. I the think, first actually. in the igloo. Yeah, yeah. Inflatable igloo. Yes. Yeah. We saw that one. Which is the one about the taxi driver. Yeah, and yeah. The, um, I love that. It was good. 
could you explain that in very brief terms? What the yeah, sort of, of course. Yeah. Um, I was in a road accident that led to me being stalked by the person who I was driven into. I crashed into a taxi driver. As a result of a collision, uh, we became mates and then not mates. <laughs> classic Marvel work. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he stalked me and did all manner of sort of low-level or low-intellect illegality um, <laughs> where he was trying to sort of scare me into giving him money. and So it was that mm. around about my favourite 15 minutes that I could shoehorn in around mm. the narrative really mm. that's how I'd describe that a really, really good story mm, yeah. 15 minutes of jokes that didn't really have any place <laughs> <laughs> but it was I mean it was such a great it story was, yeah. how long after it happening did you actually do the show was it? Um, well that's it happened for a while yeah that's it was quite a drawn out experience so um I think it was about two years. It had been quiet for a year. Because uh, I was, gig- I started talking about it at the time because I thought it would be so weird if mm. he, I'd need to have something. So those gigs were very uncomfortable. Because <laughs> 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 I was just talking full of fear that he might have yeah. been there and yeah. I hadn't put any jokes and I was so panic-stricken mm. just being like, what's the response? Get jokes about this horrible mm. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was, that was the first one, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was great. So it's super handy. It's really nice. I did yeah. some gigs in. Uh, I was I was I was abroad basically, and I went. Oh, so who's on first? Because they went. The show is broken up into two thirty-five minute sections. Mm. And I was so who's on first? You've got like a local act and a comp here. And then no, you'll be doing two thirty-five minute sections. <laughs> and I, All right. Well, I will not be sightseeing this afternoon. And yeah. then just went to the digs and had a look through how that. Yeah, how I worked, and it was basically just the the story of it worked perfectly for forty minutes of mm. right comedy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah good. good times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, are you going up to Edinburgh next year? The standard question. Uh, you know yet? I don't know yet. Part of me is like, I, I I definitely don't think I'd do the full run. I just met up with somebody who was like, do a week. Right. You can do a week. You can see everybody. They'll think that you're up there for the whole month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the illusion needn't be broken, and you can just do like a best bits or yeah. a work in progress, and you're out, you're out of the judges' radar. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I can just have a really nice time, and still be up there and see everybody, and go and see stuff. Yeah. Because I'm just trying to sort out other stuff this coming year. Right. That's the plan. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, where would you? What would you like to do next? What's, where do you see yourself? Going. It's an uh, open-ended question. It is, yeah. It's hugely open-ended. What yeah. uh, comedically? Yeah. 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 Um, well, I'd really like to be writing for stuff. Right. So one of the things is um, I'm trying to get a sitcom written. Right. Which, when I say trying to, I mean I need to just clear some time in my diary when I sit and mm. write it out and do all that around gigging and all the other stuff. Yeah. Um, and just really push that and try to get in there and continue mm. to grow as a live act. Yeah. You know, I'm sort of closing for a lot more venues now and that's sort of mm. what happens there really and get to go around and about more and just do more fun yeah. gigs, continue to refine what I do. I yeah. really was really proud of the hour I did this year. I thought it was great. It's like the best one I've done. There was no right. sad bit. 
Yeah, all right. You know, <laughs> there was no. Sort I like of, a sad bit though. Sad bit's yeah, quite good sometimes. Yeah. A, yeah. When you say sad uh, bit, you mean intentionally sad bit or a bit where. Well, I just, just mean like sad. there was an element of tragedy built oh, into yeah. the show. So the first yeah. show, I was talking about being stalked by a guy. So that's inherently yeah. uh, wrought with fear and peril. Yeah. Second one, there was a bit where I lost a lot of vision in one eye. Right. Uh, right. As a result of overwork, essentially. Right. I wasn't tired and I poked myself in the eye. I got <laughs> really bad with the flu. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this one was just like, no, guys, I'm like properly trying to sort my life out. And it's right. super fun and positive. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'd like to do more of this one, please. It yeah, was yeah. such a lot more fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't, there wasn't like a sort of, and now the dip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Which I feel should be embraced in future shows. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that note, we probably should end. We should do, yeah. Thanks yeah. for talking to us, Luke. Thank no, you very cheers, much. Cheers. cheers. So that was Luke Benson. It bloody was an all. Mm. It definitely was. It was. And uh, it may not have sounded genuine when I said what I said, but um, genuinely when we had him the first time, we had him in Edinburgh, and, which was a very big venue that we had, wasn't it? The Counting yeah. House, which is a, it was on the free fringe, but it was a big space, and we'd, we'd start about midnight, so it was sort of a rowdy... Uh, pissed audience and he just always dealt with it really, really well he was brilliant yeah. he's very good yeah. which he still is he is he, well, it was like he was, was. he yeah. is he brilliant was and brilliant. he was brilliant tonight as well clever I like uh, the way you turn that round in, uh, to your favour that's favorite. exactly what I meant it's very good I'm struggling a little bit um, doing this podcast tonight yeah uh, it's it's sort of a sort of dairy based thing I ate a club <gasps> I ate a club as in the chocolate biscuit club uh, um, just before we started it just sort of clogged up the um, epiglottis. See, I don't like a lot of chocolate on my biscuit. Do you not? No. That was clever. Mm. Do you ever play the club game? The club game? Yeah, what you do is you take a word out each time of the songs. You, if you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. Yes, uh, no, then, I haven't. I, if yes. you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, I've got the tune. <laughs> <laughs> it's very late. I get, I get what you're doing. But what you do is you drop yeah. one word out. So just, why don't you try it? Okay. Because I didn't explain it very well. So, so, so I just think, sing a bit then. Yeah, so but do you know what you have to do? You take out each word. So if you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, no, you're doing the second oh, I went line. Second, sorry, I no, we just, just we're just one, committing just the to the first. Line. Let okay. me just show you first. Okay. Okay, because you you're just jumping in. I'm sorry. And I'm it's a little bit irritating. Mm. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join club. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, club, and so on. Yes. I'm forgetting the tune for some <laughs> reason. You wouldn't believe that I'm actually a musician and no. stuff. Uh, do you want to try it? Or I'll have we... a go. Now I'm, or I'm later. Gonna mess... I'll have a go now. I'll have a go. Have a go. And while you're doing it, I'm going to eat the other club that I've got here. I'm just okay. Gonna if you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. Taking the paper off. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. Club. No, that's oh, wrong. You're just, you're just singing the song. I know. You just, you, uh, <laughs> Wait, I need to write it down. I can't. No, don't write it down. Uh, that's weird. I, can't, I, can't I, I was just going to continue down. to audio describe my uh, club yeah, you experience. Go for it. You, you, um, it looks good, actually. I've opened it now. Um, could you maybe introduce the next one while I eat my club? Yeah, so uh, anyway, that uh, that was Luke Benson. Our next um, interview is with the fantastic Sean Hughes. Uh, we interviewed one. him once before. It's an orange club. In an orange club. It's fair. It looks very good. Um, and that was uh, way back in. It was about, about this sort of time last year, I think November. Last year, two thousand and thirteen. Sorry, I've left you on your own. Really, I'm just. No, that's fine. I'm. I'm just riffing and talking nonsense. Um, But basically, it was. It was just over a year ago. Yeah. 
Um, so um, so this was nice. It was nice to catch up with him a year later. Certainly was. And we're going to make it an annual event. He I doesn't know this yet, no. but he's committed. It's in the diary. Yeah. So here we have Sean Hughes. And you were here, I believe, almost exactly a year ago. Was, was it a year ago? Yeah, I think it was last November. Yeah, just something under, like just that. Over Christ, I can't yeah. remember what material I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'll remember either. Right. To be right. honest. But um, this could be my last ever gig because really? I drove here in <laughs> diabolical <laughs> yeah. circumstances. That was a bit dodge, and yeah, apparently yeah. there was worse weather on the way. Is it due today? Is yeah. it actually the well, about yeah. the time that Sean finishes the gig? That's oh, why I wanted I mean, to do this now to, yeah, rather than before because they said uh, at midnight there's yeah. sixty uh, mile winds. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, so this could be the last. Recording. And I'm I'm usually one of those people that goes, I'll bomb it down there just to get it out of the way. But yeah, yeah. And usually when you're going back from somewhere where you know where you're going, you can go faster. Yeah. But coming yeah. here, even on the motorway, forty-five people beeping their horn at me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just want to live. I don't want to die. I promise. Yeah, if anything does happen to you, we'll we'll make this very tasteful. How we? You I appreciate know, we'll, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll make it a nice tribute. Just if you kind of uh, make the adult panto a tribute to me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I appreciate there, that. there is an adult panto that runs here in this theatre every yes. year, and it's on at the moment. So that's yeah. We'll in fact, sure. the last interview we did today with with Luke, we um we had a bit of adult panto in the background, didn't we? Which, Which was nice. nice. Yeah. What? So has he been here all day then? No. Well, I say today, as in early, about ten minutes ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the show's just. But the show was just finished. So. So what have you been up to of late? Have you, have you um, been on tour recently? Or? I've been. Uh, yeah, I just finished the tour um, last week, oh, really? but that was the second leg of Penguins. Right. So it's a bit weird, like, this is my second last gig of the year, I'm just, uh, weirdly, I'm doing a gig in Antwerp on oh, Saturday, really? <laughs> which is actually easier to get to than here, because I just go to King's Cross and you're on a train, right. yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah, that's and you true. get picked yeah, yeah. up in Brussels, Yeah. Nice. but um, but yeah, so it's uh, it's always a bit weird after you do a tour, because when you're doing 20, 30 minute sets, you're just picking and choosing bits and bobs, mm. and I wrote a new show in the summer, rather, right. did you go to Edinburgh? Not this no, year, not this year, no. No, see, I didn't either, because uh, I like my home conference, but what I did was, I did a two weeks work in progress in Soho Theatre. Okay. Oh. So I got a new show together, which will tour next September, if I'm alive. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Which we hope you will yeah. be, obviously. And that's called Mumbo Jumbo. Okay. So, and that's going to be about... Uh, that daily battle in your brain between common sense and how mumbo jumbo tries to kind of take over, yeah. and like, I'd, see, I'd love to do some of that tonight, but it's very convoluted. It's very hard right. to get into. Yeah, yeah. So you end up doing bitty stuff when you're right. doing a half hour. Yeah. But yeah. I'm finishing tonight on a three minute musical. Excellent. Brilliant. Which uh, is a new departure for me. <laughs> called aging. Excellent. What do you enjoy most? I mean, there's sort of very different things when you're doing your show and when you're doing a club set. Is that is there one you feel more comfortable in or you enjoy more or is it just well I like it when because I remember the last one here there was a lot of ad-libbing and I like that but that's not a guarantee No. Mm. and sometimes like you just don't feel like doing that but I like I never go on autopilot mm. right. I kind of uh, like weirdly I did a gig last week you know another short set and I didn't really put any effort into it so even right. though I'm not feeling great today I still yeah. ran the half hour I expected not that I'll remember it as it is but I did run it Right. So I'm not yeah. going, uh, yeah, so yeah, what's yeah. your name? Yeah. What, what do you do for a living? I'm, <laughs> yeah. You need to get me out of a hole here for <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah, of yeah. seconds. So, uh, but I, like, I tend to write a lot on stage as well. So, uh, so working on ideas on stage is great fun as well. Because right. if it ever becomes an office job, then I get really bored. Mm. But I just find, like, uh, I love being on stage, but I kind of hate everything else about it. Mm. I hate waiting. Yeah. Uh, I hate, driving to the places yeah, yeah. and when you're on tour you've got a tour manager which i had james oh, of course uh, you had james oh, yeah, yeah that's right yeah yeah and uh so 
you're getting picked up. Yeah. Even though he used to complain a lot because he yeah. had to drive from pitch. And I'm going, I don't care where you're there. Yeah. <laughs> this is your job to yeah. pick me up. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we just finished. Uh, so was he doing all that uh, leg with you that you've been doing recently? Yeah, just, uh, yeah, because I couldn't get the other guy. Um, so, but no, he was good. But it's just because, yeah, there's a lot to do in that show. There's lots right. of cues and stuff. So it's nice for a technician because. A lot, yeah. like the guy that usually was with me, he's doing Stephen K. Amos at the moment, okay, and he's enjoying yeah. it. But he does fuck all in the right. show. Mm-hmm. Just, and, yeah, and yeah, goes yeah. right. Like, let's try and keep him at the gay clubs at the end yeah. of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which we had that experience ourselves. We had that exact experience. Yeah, we were invited, but um, it was too late for us, wasn't it? Yeah, invited to a gay club or two. Well, he was sort of just it, out. It, I think yeah, generally, yeah. you sort of have to be careful what you say in this instance. Yeah. but he um, compared a gig. It was, a, it was an awards thing, wasn't it? It was yeah. a, a music awards thing that we were at. And, and it um, got very, very messy. He right. was very, And then we might have been part of that messy affair. Yeah. yeah. So it was just one of those sort of experiences. But you get to an age then where it's just not a good look, is it? Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. And it? you both have kids, haven't you? I've yes, got, I've got right. a child, yeah, yeah. So yeah. You want to start catching up? Now. He's I'm a year older as he's well. Mar- so he's married now. See, I was married before him and... Yeah. Now married. So you are getting there very quickly. I'm basically copying your life. You are, yeah. Well, I think you're copying the way society has told you to lead your life. Yeah, so I'm yeah. actually a maverick and right. I live on my own through choice. Right. And uh, I'm not going down that marriage or kids' rope. So, as a, as I say, I'm, saying, I'm a maverick, a very yeah. lonely maverick. Because <laughs> there's yin and yang to all of this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, because I'm 49 now. So, right. like, I don't want to be one of those. Like, I, like, it's not that I don't like kids, but yeah. it's uh, what I'm doing this Christmas. Every second Christmas, I uh, go away and just ignore Christmas totally. Right. But I kind of regret not going away. It's just like I can't even go to a supermarket because when you hear those Christmas songs, they really depress me. Yeah. Mm. But what I've done, I've got two dogs, and my neighbor, he's got a dog, and they're going away for Christmas, so I'm taking in his dog. Okay. So mm-hmm. that I'm going to be in a house be with three dogs. Brilliant. Excellent. So that could be mayhem as well. Yeah. Yeah. It'll distract you from the whole Christmas thing. That's good. Well, I, I hope saying. so. Yeah. But yeah. like one of the one of the dogs is twenty now, so he just really twenty. Yeah, he just waits to die. So right. he's not a great distraction. <laughs> but it's so it's so enforced, isn't it? The whole thing is enforced. And dogs, no, it's a choice. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I meant Christmas. But uh, well, yeah. yeah, no. Like, do you like Christmas though? No, not really. I quite like I, it. I, but now that you've got a kid, that just changes yeah, everything. It ha- yeah, it has, I think. I mean, he's still... Uh, he, I've got to wait a few years until he actually knows what's going on, which yeah. is a little bit irritating in some ways because you're kind of like, I've got to buy you presents, yeah. but you're not going to appreciate them. You're just going to sit there and play with the paper, so why am I buying you presents? See, it's that kind of weird stage at the moment. Yeah, but some people, like, you know, they, they suffer from that. You know, I don't like when it's getting dark. It, mm, it's not yeah, yeah. light until 8 o'clock now. No. And it's dark at 4 o'clock, yeah. so you feel there's no day. Mm. But... I don't like this time of the year because Halloween I despise, <laughs> uh, bonfires night I despise. Mm. It's my birthday in November, right. I despise. <laughs> Christmas I despise, and New Year's Eve I hate more than anything else. Oh, really? Yeah. See, that's the one I actually like. No, the rest I don't. of them I find an effort, but I, I think there's an actually something worthwhile and symbolic about New Year because it is, even if it is just another day in the year. But really. will you go out then? Not necessarily go out, but I just. If I do go out, I'd enjoy it rather than feel forced really? to enjoy it. Everything else, I feel like you have to be having a good time. And I it's suppose funny, New Year's. I, I, like I think I, for me, New Year's the opposite. I I always find it's the one letdown night of the year. It's the one night where you know it's going to be a disappointment. Well, again, this is what like I talked about in Penguins is society again is telling on New Year's Eve at midnight you will be happy. Yeah. I don't care what mood you're in, you will kiss people. Yeah. Yeah. You will dance with them. <laughs> yeah. 
And then, like, do they? Like, I know you've got your square here. Yeah. Is that where people go? I don't not really. No. Not when I've, in the pubs. Yeah, and the, just pubs and yeah. stuff. But there is a sort of enforced happiness amongst the whole of the town. But it's weird because but everyone always goes to squares. Yeah. Like, as if it's the, and people yeah. who go to Trafalgar Square, mm. like there's, there's thousands of them, and like for a minute go way, and yeah. then go let's wait five hours for a yeah, cab exactly. that are going to charge double. Yeah. I think the view of it's going to change for me because a couple of weeks ago I went up Big Ben. So, uh, we, so now there's that strange thing, and there's something quite. I mean, it actually, was a really powerful experience because when you're on the inside, you go inside the clock face, you stand by the bell when it. You jumps. didn't abseil up then. No. I didn't do a Peter Duncan. I wasn't right. doing it that way. But um, but now I'm going to be aware of like the sort of I don't know the mechanics of it. I'm going to watch that picture and see Big Ben and think I've been up there and I know what happens there and that. I don't know whether that will make it easier. It gives me something to think is about. This the first tourist thing you've ever been to. <laughs> yes. No. Right. Uh, yeah, but I think because it's such a landmark, and it's, I just get overexcited. It, I know, I, 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 I shared your excitement. I, I, no, but you didn't go. Though. I didn't go, but I, I did kind of think I'd like to go and do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. How much did they charge you? That's free. It's free. But you have to go through your MP, which was all right. That's a bit. It's a bit long. Oh, I see that. Yeah. It was, and it was a bit of an effort. But and I looked around the House of Lords and the houses of. Uh, so how long did the whole process take then? Well, up the clock, you, they time it. So you are you hear like the quarter of an hour chimes when you're in where the actual No, but clock. the process of like... Oh, well, getting the thing, yeah. months. Because yeah. they have to send an email at a certain hour to um, the Houses of Parliament to OK it. You then have to be um, checked for security things. And you it, pass that? Yeah, somehow. Yeah, see, weirdly, I got my first Christmas card today and it was like one of those printed ones from my local MP. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, I think, the same for us. The first one I got is from the church. Yeah, I just think for me, because it was something a bit different to your standard sort of tourist thing, and it was free. Yeah, right? like, weirdly, when I'm on tour, I go to, I like going to visit football grounds that okay. are empty. They don't, there's not right. for the game on. And cathedrals, when they're empty as well. Right. Usually, because you're in a town, uh, and around five o'clock, they tend to do um, choral practice. Mm. So you're just sitting there, but mm. some churches won't let you in. They just mm. get out, which I find ridiculous. Surely the yeah. whole point of it is it's supposed to be a community thing where you yeah, can go. They just the, the yeah. homeless. They just don't want the homeless there, do they? <laughs> that's, that's the impression you're getting. That's yeah. That's <laughs> you it, see our church on the way up. You see, I saw nothing. It was pitch black, yeah, and you've yeah. only got four lights in Hitchin. Yeah, yeah. there are. They, and true. they turn them all off at midnight as well. So in fact, when you, you start, leave, it will be really dark. Have they started doing that? They do that. Yeah, after midnight, that everything goes off. Right. It won't be a long set tonight, then. We'll give you a torch, a bit yeah, of thing. Um, we're going to have to sort of keep it fairly quick because yes. it's nearly the uh, beginning of the show. I, I was going to ask about briefly your um, your podcast because how are they going? Because I know you did the um, Off the Radar. Yeah. Right, and now and then you've moved on to Under, Under the, the Radar. radar. What's what the reason for those two? Because it's with a different person that I'm doing uh, it with. I see. Right, and yeah. uh, I wanted to get rid of all of those ones. Because uh, we tend to, like, like, I'm sure it's the same as you. Like, I, I, I do you just... Interview everyone who will come here. As much as we can, yeah, yeah. And but then see, we'll do linking stuff around yeah. it. But I kind of, I know when, mm. I know someone's going to be good on a podcast. Mm. So there's certain people that just want, I won't have on, like, you know, yeah. women. Um, that's <laughs> a joke, obviously. Yeah. But uh, it's very hard to find. Uh, mm. But, like, I just want natural talkers, like, yeah. you know. And it's weird, like, there's some comments, like, there's Joe Roundtree, I don't know if you know him. And like, he's not doing so great, but he's great on the podcast. Right. And he's been yeah. on about three or four times. Right. And, uh, but then... Like, this is what I don't understand. Then he kind of got in touch and said, can I do the next one in character? And I go, have right. we met? Yeah, yeah. Of course we're not doing it in character. Yeah. <laughs> 
we were a bit like that as well. I think yeah. we like the whole just natural conversation yeah. thing. I really don't want anyone to be trying to do their act or their. their I remember we had that with um, our friend Alex, who's Barry from Watford, right? And we and he sort of initially really wanted to do it as a character. We said, well, no, we just want to really talk to you and I find know. out how yeah. you got to what you do and just have a chat because that's always the most interesting. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I just find that. Um, so I'm just very careful with, yeah. Like who's who's like who who just says very natural that I haven't. Used. Um, oh, well, that's uh, loads of people. I see you had Joey. You've used Joey Page quite a lot. Yeah, he's good. We yeah. we did a good info. I always, really like, I really enjoyed that interview. Yeah. Always turns up late though. Does he? Like you know, actually, we had him. We had him um, yesterday at Mostly Comedy in London. We did it at Leicester Square Theatre. Um, he was on time. Was he? I think. Was yeah. Possibly. But he was there for the set, so he must have. Yeah. Been on time. Um, but yeah, I, Phil K was Phil, when he was. Yeah. Every time he's been here, he's been really on form and he's been really easy to talk to. So he's a good one. And actually, uh, you as well. well when we, we came I yeah. take a Phil's podcast for what, five hours long? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we did an. Uh, you like did... changing hard drives and stuff just yeah. to store it. Yeah. It but have you done. ever got like really stumped and you're just going, if I'm a bit tired, oh, yeah. I'm yeah, going, yeah. I don't know what to yeah. say. Yeah. And it's been a bit like that today because you know you're sort of rushing. And if you're running yeah. a night as well, you're setting everything yeah. up and you think, well, we haven't really thought about this. Yeah. And if you're well, tired. Best, I, I yeah. Think, see, I don't overthink it. My only philosophy for. Interviewing, and it always was with radio, is I don't want to ask a question that I know the answer to. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So it's a tricky one. So you don't yeah. want to come in going, what is it you do? But mm. you don't yeah. want to go, so in yeah. 94, didn't you fall over a banana? Yeah. And you, you, know, yeah. you know the story. Yeah. Like, you know? I'll tell you a great one, Norman Lovett. He's a very easy person to talk to because he'll sort of lead it for you and he's got lots of interesting stories. But you ever Because we do two formats, like one-on-ones yeah. with the bigger acts and okay. then just get two people and the... Uh, and what like where our little uh, secret is, we pretend we've a professor in, right. so that just starts a conversation. He doesn't tell me what it is, so I just okay. read it, and he'll say, you know, Professor Watson's in, and right. he's talking about sleep deprecation, right? And you say to the comic, do you have problems sleeping? And then you're into right. a subject, and I like it to be as spontaneous as yeah. you can in that sense. And we've had a few yeah. where it's just not really happening, and then you are resorting to the questions you've written down, and it just feels very stilted. Not many, yeah. to be honest. No. And it's been really valuable for but us. You, you've got the two each other to back each other up. Though, it helps, you? doesn't it, I suppose, yeah. Because if one of us goes, what the hell are we going to say now? The other one normally has picked up something, so you yeah. kind of go, yeah, yeah. Fine. And but you edit as well. Yeah. yeah. So we don't do any of it. We don't, we don't oh, do too much. The interviews as they are don't tend to stay yeah. as they are. We might cut well, you've them got this fancy equipment, you, you know, yeah. editing facilities. <laughs> yeah. Add dinosaurs in and yeah. all sorts of Sound effects and things, But... Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. That's definitely the way to do it. And also for us, because we run a night, and often we never really speak to the acts. You're just doing the sort of ad yeah. get here at this time, and you're on at this time. But actually, by having the podcast, we actually get to have a chat. And yeah, and no, I like to do them after the show, because I'm a yeah, bit more yeah. wired, but I just know with the weather, I just well, have would, to dance. Yeah. It's a wise move. Oh, yeah. No, we probably should end there, because shows at the start, but yes. thank you. For yeah, sorry for it being Thanks. so weather-pacific. No, right. <laughs> we'll put some sound effects, it'll be fine. Great. Yeah. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. That's right. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join club. That's right. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join club. No, you've done that one. Uh, if you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, club. Yep. If you like a lot of club. No, you you uh, a bit previous there. Uh, if, if you like a lot of chocolate on your club. club. If you, if you like, like a lot of club. chocolate on no. Oh, let's go again. Start again. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. That's right. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join club. Good. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, club. Yep. If you like a lot of chocolate on your club. club. If you like a lot of 
chocolate on club. Yep. If you like a lot of chocolate club. Yes. If you like a lot of club. Oh, I'm straight. If you like a, a lot club. <laughs> if you like a club. If you club. Yep. If club. Yep. Club. club. <laughs> but yes. I did it. You did it. I did it. Um, it is 20 past one. Yes. Uh, that, that was that was very good. And Thanks. I, I mean, I think if it's the only good thing about this is this is a free podcast. True. So thankfully no one's paid any money no. to hear you do that. So probably no one's listened to this point. And if everyone has listened to this point, well done. Thanks for staying. Well done. It's good. Um, there's one thing I'm slightly concerned about though, because when you, when you upload these things to yeah. iTunes, they do like a scan through them where they're looking for music that you don't own. Yes. So you have to pay PRS, which is a performance uh, rights thing. Yeah. Somebody's written that song. That's true. And probably now we're going to owe the money. Mm. A lot of money because it's a, a lot of times. A lot of chocolate on your club. Yeah. Yeah. Should we do? No, we won't do it again. Um, thanks for listening to this episode of the More Mostly Com- Comedy Podcast. Thanks also for uh, putting up with us doing that little sort of indulgent chocolate basing that we did. We, we actually know someone who was in the advert for We that do, well, in fact. We? So that might mean that we don't have to pay any PRS because yes. he... he We've got an inroad. Yeah, he sung a bit of the song. So, he did, you know, yeah. It was Glenn Davis, Glenn his name Davis. is. He's a supporter of us and the director of many of our shows that we've yes. done. So it's nice to mention him. Thanks, and Glenn. star of the original... Uh, club adverts so. yeah and bear behaving badly that's a whole other story yeah. uh, as I say thank you for listening to episode 16 of the More Than Mostly Comedy podcast with Sean Hughes and Luke Benson we say it every time but make sure you check out our other podcasts lots of great interviews Phil Jupitus Richard mm-hmm. Herring yeah. another interview with Sean Hughes you can compare and contrast with this yeah. one uh, and lots of other people. Lots of people. Um, and also come down some point and see Mostly Comedy yourself, for goodness sake. Wherever you live in the world. Stay in there. Come to Hitchin. At home. In, in Hertfordshire. Probably Hull or something. Exactly. Come Not to coming Hitchin. to sit. Come to Hitchin. Come to Hitchin. It's, it's well serviced the, on the trains. Exactly. And you can drive. It's on the A1 off the M. We presume you can drive. You can, uh, if you, you can drive. You can, well, you've got the facility to learn to drive, at yeah. the very least. Learn to drive. Drive down the M1. Yeah. Come and see us. Yeah. Junction... Well, it's technically Luton, and then you have to kind of go from Luton. By. It's actually easier to go on the A1. Yeah, but do the A1, actually, yeah. It's better. It's better, it's better to go oh, it depends, unless you're coming from Luton. If you're coming from Luton, then go via Luton, and then you come on yeah. the A6, yeah. so whatever it is, 5 something. If you like... No, I'm not going to do it. Uh, we, we, we're very tired and very silly right yes. now. Thank you for listening. Uh, see you around soon. Love you. Lo- well, I wouldn't say love you, just sort of um, like you. Like, yeah. Yeah, presumably. Bye. Bye. <laughs>